On this episode, we're reviewing the all-new Rise of the Resistance attraction, which just opened today at Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios. This is episode 233 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at MainSTMagic. If you have not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Capture the Magic community and ask to join. Don't forget to listen to the Capture the Magic podcast with Jared and Jamie Lee at CTMPodcast.com. They release new shows currently on Mondays and Fridays. Then on that same feed, Jamie has Trip Tales twice a month. Then Jared and I release a new Diz Dudes episode every Wednesday. So go out and search for the Diz Dudes and subscribe to that feed as well. Then here at Main Street Magic, we currently have new shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So the Capture the Magic Network has you covered all week long. And if you're getting ready to plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation, you want to reach out to Melissa Pilgrim with Ears of Experience. You can reach Melissa at M-P-I-L-G-R-I-M at themouseexperts.com. She will make sure you get the absolute best rate on your vacation, get you all booked, and answer any questions that you may have. And if you want even more content, including Diz Dudes Live, tons of in-park and resort live streams, CTM at the Movies, 20% off all CTM Network merchandise and a whole lot more. Check out Club32 at ctmvip.com. And there is still time uh, to get in your orders for our Capture the Magic Network Christmas collection of t-shirts, which you can find at ctmshirts.com. We also have like two dozen new stickers, uh, both uh, network or or show logos, uh, community stickers. We've got basically stickers of every shirt release we've ever done. Um, So go check those out. Again, all of that is at ctmshirts.com. Today's cast member spotlight is going to be simple. It's going to be all the cast members at Hollywood Studios today. Yeah. Uh, Because they were all wonderful. They were great. Uh, This was a very, very smooth opening day for Rise of the Resistance, much in comparison, I think, to uh, I'm going to call... I'm going to call opening, anytime I mention opening day during this episode, it's going to refer back to August 29th when Galaxy's Edge, the land, along with Smuggler's Run, okay. and everything but Rise opened. Okay. So when I say that. but um, So this episode is getting out a little late, and, and why is that, Rhonda? Why is this late on this Thursday? Um, Because we just got home like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. From the opening of Rise of the Resistance. Yes, we sure did. Yeah. And, and we've been up, uh, we have been up Since now, we've been up for 12 hours. Pretty much, and we're recording uh, this. Three forty-five. I was awake prior because oh, my, okay. my. So this is weird. All right, so my brain works in a way where if I just have to get up in the morning at like a normal time, like probably six or seven, I I don't I don't stress about it. I just I'll be up. But if I have to get up something like three forty-five in the morning, all night my brain just thinks, "What if you didn't set your alarm right? You know, what if, it, you know?" So I'm always like checking it. Right. And then I had a dream um, that it was very real. Other than that, it wasn't his voice. It was just like a regular guy's voice that Kylo Ren was in our room. We're at Caribbean Beach and everything that he was in our room, like getting us up and ready to go. (laughs) And he was kind of like he was being Kylo Ren-ish, but without that voice. It was just like a regular guy's voice. Mm. But yeah, so then that was throwing me off. But um, 
345 pretty much. So here's what we're going to do for this episode, because I think this ride is almost like a movie where you don't want, some people may not want parts of it to be spoiled. Right. So we're going to save the spoilers uh, for a little bit later when we actually do kind of a walkthrough of the ride. Yes. But prior to then, we want to talk about our experience, mm-hmm. about our schedule today and this morning. Uh, we're going to talk about the virtual queue. Uh-huh. We're going to give our spoiler-free thoughts on the ride. And then we'll warn everybody when we're getting into some spoiler territory. Yeah. And then they can choose to turn it off, uh, pause it, throw yep. their phone in a lake, whatever they want to do. <laughs> okay. I just, I'd recommend pausing or turning it off. But okay. All right. How did, our, how did our morning go once we uh, hopped out of bed um, at 345? And I said, are you ready? And you said, no, I want to go back to sleep. Yes, I did. Usually I'm all like, yes, let's go. Um, but we got ready. And then we actually, just because the fear of um, not knowing what was going to happen, we went ahead and gathered all of our belongings and took them to the car and drove over to Hollywood Studios. Now, by the time we were driving over was about four or something. Yeah. And we got in line. Um, everything was green. <clears throat> Excuse me. But everything was stopped. Of the cars for when you get to the. Your parking entry. Uh, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Where the normally they take entry. your money or scan your band yes. or look up your So everything was green, but everything was stopped and nothing was moving. So we stopped and um, 430 is when they gave the real green light I yeah. guess, to the cast members. And so we started um, funneling in. Mm-hmm. And then at this point, the Skyliner was running. Yep. Also, buses yep. were dropping off. Um, so we go and we park, and we park up pretty close. Mm-hmm. It was, what, 3.05 in yeah. Mickey? So that yeah. was pretty close. Um, and then we head on over to the um, security bag check. And I'll be honest, this... I was shocked. There was not. It went, I mean, it went through like crazy. So, yeah. you know, at, at this point, uh, Hollywood Studios t- tends to open at 9 a.m. They had already announced they were going to open it at 8 a.m. It wasn't an extra magic hour thing. Mm-hmm. It was literally just, we're going to open at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you go back to opening day, it was a 6 a.m. extra, extra magic hours, but right. it was for everybody at mm-hmm. that point. Right. And you, it was, it was somewhat of a hysteria. Mass hysteria at the security checkpoint for opening day. It was day. crazy. There's and this morning, it was it was like just moseying on into a park in the afternoon when stuff was. has died down. It was yeah. unbelievable. Every single station open. Yep. Every single one filled with a security guard, yep. ready to go. Yep. Um, you could tell people had, had been done this before, so I think people were very prepared. Mm-hmm. In the you know They weren't waiting to get up front and unzip 18 zippers. Yep. They were already yep. ready to go. Um, yep. so, uh, so security... We get Security, through there. Yep. We and get then through there and collected. Then we just collected by the turnstiles. Mm-hmm. And just stayed there, unfortunately, um, for what seemed to be quite a while. And it was about five thirty, was it? That they um, let us Yeah, through? it was somewhere between the five fifteen to five thirty mark, I wanna say. Okay. That they started allowing through people the to turnstiles. scan in. Yeah, to turn Now at this scan. point, um, there's some whispers behind us mm-hmm. about um, my Disney experience and I'm like this person I'm, and you know, I'm like, Jeremy knows everything. So I'm like, babe, what? And he's like, oh, there's nothing. And I'm like, well, obviously there's something because yeah. there, there'd people... been no, 
there'd been no announcement of I don't know how, how this heard, was going to be right. handled. We're assuming it's going to be like opening day where it's you just go you and get you in line, and right. you yeah you yep. just you pick where you want to go and you stand in line whether it's Oga's Smuggler's Run it's a Droid Deep I mean whatever you just you go all right we're just going to go and right. everything is standby right and this was was all of a sudden we're starting to realize wait this is not the case Correct. and we were confirmed right. as we turn checked into the turnstile and they handed us a little piece of paper Correct and the piece of paper was stating there is a virtual queue for everybody you cannot ride this ride but specific if... to rise of resistance this was not specific correct. to the land correct which is what they were trying to implement on opening day and okay. i think they did for like an hour or something so this well, was literally and they were saying you will not ride if you do not get in the virtual queue and get a, a boarding pass and even correct. at that point you're not guaranteed but you have to correct. do it that way correct. no standby correct. whatsoever nope. so um mine was not working no and then thank god mine was so unfortunately we didn't get right through the turnstile and get on but now in hindsight all of this worked really well mm-hmm. but when mine did work um i got us in a boarding group of 21 yeah and um there was a guy that i guess sometimes these people just pass by the flyers or the papers or whatever and he had no idea until he overheard us talking. Yeah. Um. So he had to find my Disney experience and find his information because he didn't even. He's like, I haven't even bet on this in forever. Yeah, yeah. Um. So what? What do you know? What number he ended up getting at that point? I think he ended up getting like twenty-seven or something. Oh, not because, And at this so point, not, this is probably this, this is probably is, around five forty-five. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit before that. Right. And so then they all gathered us at the Chinese theater and the screen started rising and then they put on um, just basically Hollywood studios and there's nothing else going on. And then that's when you and I were standing there and then realized, why are we standing here when we literally could be going to do other things? So when we were walking in past... um, Going right, going down on um, Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. There was people standing that said merch. Um, the down Hollywood Boulevard. So, yeah, down, down Sunset Boulevard. So, Sunset. Thank you. Yep. And so I was like, well, well, let's go check that out. Yeah. Um, and a lot of these people, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that are waiting around. Now, some of them could have easily been. Again, at this point, we're open early in the park, technically. Right. But there is no communication of. Um, Rise of the Resistance will open at this time. Right. Boarding will start at this time. Right. So Nothing. it's quite possible that a lot of people, and, and we were, we didn't know how it was going to work. We didn't know what happened at this point. Well, what if they call my boarding group? Where do I go? How long do how, I have? Right. We didn't know any we of that. So right. I think a lot of people just waited. Either they were unsure of what was going on. Possibly. They still didn't know that there were boarding groups, and they're just standing there thinking, when they open up the land, I'm running towards it. Right. Or three... They're in boarding groups, maybe one through 20, and they're thinking, I want to be here when stuff happens. Right. So basically on the paper they gave us, um, it's stating, you know, we're currently using a virtual queue system to experience our newest attraction, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, allowing you to enjoy 
other offerings of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and the rest of Disney's Hollywood Studios while you wait. Uh, it says you have to check the My Disney Experience app or digital status boards throughout the park to see current boarding group status. Um, you know, it does state that you're not guaranteed to ride, but there is absolutely no standby line. Um, it just says, you know, to join the virtual queue, ensure you have version 5.6 or later of My Disney Experience. Launch the app. Look for Find Out More. Select your boarding group, select your people, and uh, you'll receive push notifications when it is ready. Um, that's all we know at this point. We'll find out later and, and we'll share that information. So, yeah, so you said, well, let's go. I mean, I said, why are we standing here? Yeah. There's no reason. We're not getting on. We're not going and waiting in a line. And you said, right. well, let's go check out uh, the merchandise. So yes. what do, do you think of uh, the merchandise? There's only nothing. There's... Nothing appears to be exclusive to today. But what kind of offerings uh, do we have, Rhonda? Which, uh, again, I, the two of them are limited edition, I believe. Two yeah. items are limited edition, the Magic Bands. <laughs> Excuse me, yes. And so when they, on opening day, the 29th, they actually had a front and back page. Mm -hmm. um, they just have a front page. There is only two things that are annual pass holder. You can get uh, an annual pass holder adult tee. For thirty four ninety nine, or you can get an annual pass holder Magic Band limited edition three thousand for thirty four ninety nine. Yeah, and and I I will state off. because I got a adult tee. This fits slightly like a dress. <laughs> it's it, just long. It's really long. It's like but that. Wasn't there that trend shrink. where people wore like really really long t shirts? Yeah, I don't know. It it is it's if I if I stand up and I pull the shirt down as much as it'll go, it's down like to my lower thigh area. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange i'm not a fan of the length <laughs> of the shirt um, so what else we got other things we have is an adult tea a youth tea a ladies tea which i almost got that it's really cute ladies but i didn't um because they also have a baseball cap a tumbler attraction vehicle toy so I opted for the Tumblr for twenty four ninety nine. Good purchase. It is. It, it's awesome. It's almost like a Yeti, um, and we actually used it today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and are still using it. And I absolutely love this purchase. Yeah. And then, last but not least, you have another Magic Band that is a limited edition three thousand. You have an open edition trading pin and an open edition trading pin. Yeah. One, they're just different. Like ones. You know, um, with um, wing fighters mm -hmm. and the other one's just the symbol pretty much. Yeah. And, and everything's sporting the Rise of the Resistance logo, which mm -hmm. does have like basically the top portion of the Resistance, I guess, badge symbol. Mm -hmm. uh, and says Rise of the Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance and all. It's actually some pretty good looking stuff. Yep. I like this stuff a lot better than opening day merch and uh, General Galaxy's Edge stuff because this stuff is, is very simplistic. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the stuff they have for just Galaxy's Edge in general has almost way too much going on. Like it's got a lot of gra I don't. I'm not one who loves overly done graphic yeah. tees. If you are, uh, good for you. That's great. <laughs> but uh, but you can go ahead and if you want and yeah. get your pass holder man dress. So uh -huh. I could think I could literally accompany it with like one of those little belts mm. and and probably no pants and it would cover all the the bits and stuff. That's uh -huh. how long it is. Okay. So um, anyway, yeah. So we went ahead. We did the merch, and then we're like. Um, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror are open. And they, and they kept saying that. The cast members kept saying that as well. Yeah. They were like, you know, we are open. So and it's pit, it's do? pitch Well, it's pitch black at this point. So what else is going on? Oh, yeah. Which I would have never expected in a million years, but was so happy to yep. see. Um, Sunset Season's Greetings. Yeah. 
and it was so funny because you could hear the snow at first, but not see it. So I think it took a little way mm-hmm. time to like get it's started. Got to get nice and cold. Uh huh. To get that. <laughs> and then it started working. So, um, yeah, we saw all of them because we were standing in the merchandise mm-hmm. line. And the line wasn't that long when we got there. So it was great. No, it was not. And and I love and, you know, and they've been doing this with with any of these special uh, events and merchandises. I love that they give out this piece of paper so, you know so that you know what you yeah, can look at this right away and go. Yeah, I don't want any of this. Or, yes, I might like this. So you're not wasting your time standing in a line. Right. And you're also not having to walk into a store that's just a free for all, right? You know, and 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 as we go through today, and if you go back and listen to opening day, I've been absolutely blown away with with yes. the service, the planning, yep. the everything that they did yep. for these. Um, you know, if you go go look at down the street a little bit, Universal Hagrid's, it, it's still somewhat of a nightmare, and that yeah. opening day of Hagrid's was an absolute fail by yeah. every means, not only with ride breakdowns, but with with Universal. Um, Universal social media was savage responding to people. It was just oh, stuff that you right. wouldn't expect from a customer service right. based environment. So, right. um, but then we decided, I told Rhonda, I said, look, Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster are open. Uh, she tends to only do one yeah. at a time, you know, and it's kind of either or. If, if we do Tower, you're probably not doing Rockin'. Right. If we do Rockin', you're not doing Tower. I was like, well, I, I, let's do Rockin' Roller yep. Coaster. Um, so we walk in and um, did they put us through the Fast Pass line there? No, no, that was standard standby. Yep. But you walk directly in, so yep. the wait time is how long it takes you to walk. Yeah. In fact, when you go in, we didn't even wait for the even at that fu- kind of first. No, thing. yeah. Well, we're at that first touch point when you kind of enter the building. Yep. No cast member. They're walking in. All the doors to the recording studio are open. Yep. The video's on loop, but nobody's stopping to watch it. Nope. You go straight in, and we literally, by the time we walked up, we had to wait. Wait. One train was loading in front of us, and it went, and then we got on and rode. Uh, came out, you, you, I said, you want to ride tower? No, nah, I'm cool. So I said, all right, well, or you should have though, but that's fine though. Um, I'm thinking, all right, let's go see what toy story land looks like. Mm-hmm. So we walk over at this point. It is literally like five fifty eight in the morning Yeah. and at 6am because people are gathered. So people are still gathered on the left and being held mm-hmm. that will enter galaxy's edge and on the right. Um, they are going to gather you to enter Toy Story Land. And they're already stating at this point, if you are going to Galaxy's Edge, go left. If you're going to Toy Story Land, go right. You cannot The connection get... between them is currently yep. closed. Yep. So, you, yeah, you're not entering either or from the other land. Right. So, literally 6 o'clock, they open up, and we head towards Slinky Dog. Take, if you've done rope drop for Slinky Dog, take that crowd and divide it by 20. I mean, it, I mean, it, it was still a crowd, mm-hmm, but, but it was but nice. It was, not, it was like people a nice crowd. People weren't running in each yeah. other. It was, it was nice. So, so and I we don't know up. if a bunch of people were going over that way, still thinking that they could get through. Maybe because I, I feel like most of the crowd that was with us didn't go on Slinky Dog. No, I think a lot I mean, of them. You know were, what I mean? I, yeah, because we literally yeah. walk up to Slinky Dog and we're in the middle of this herd, and we walk up to Slinky Dog and we we walk on. I mean, yeah. literally, we walk like on. I mean, um, we waited a little bit in a small, yeah, very short line. So <laughs> we're standing. I'm wearing um, I'm wearing my long sleeve Under Armour, uh, and it's got because it was freezing cold for us Floridians, and I have a giant uh, the Diz Dudes podcast logo on mm-hmm. the chest, on the right chest area. That was funny. And I'm in line, and I hear a guy say, 
this dude's podcast what's that i'm like well it's the podcast we do you know about disney and he's like i'm the diz dude on instagram yep and he pulls up his instagram and shows me and it is the diz dude we have the diz dudes on instagram we don't really use it now but and it was just cool and he's like i saw that shirt and it i was like that's pretty awesome and then we we get right on slinky yep um this was really our technically our first time writing slinky in the the dark i know it's not nighttime it's morning but the dark um it was beautiful it was up and then excuse me it was a beautiful like just it was fun good ride cold but fun (laughs) yeah it will and as you come up (laughs) that one turn excuse me and you look over and see galaxy's Galaxy's edge Edge lit up and you know that it's now a complete land yep was awesome. Yep, it was. Um, at this point, as far as we know, they have not let people into Galaxy's Edge. They're still holding them. But no, I believe you think they st- You think they let them in at the same time yes. at six? Okay. Yes, and they were letting people for uh, um, everything else, obviously. Yes, just of into course. the land. Yeah. Okay. Um. So so after Slinky, we hop off and we immediately walk over to, to uh, Toy Story Mania. Yep. And we literally walk on. Walk on literally walk on. After that, we come out. And we head over to uh, Alien Swirling Saucers, mm-hmm. and we literally walk on to the, the point. point. <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead and tell this because it was the funny. The lady's like, um, two, do you want to ride together or separate? And I was like, what? And I laughed, and I was like, I've never been asked that. And she's like, well, there's just hardly there's anybody, nobody here. so you could have your own cart. And I'm uh, like, no, I want to ride with him. I mean, a third, a third of the Alien Saucers were empty mm-hmm. during the riding at this point. Yep. Um, so yeah, just absolutely crazy. From there, we went and we walked on to Woody's lunchbox. Walked on. <laughs> I mean, but there was not a person. Yeah. I literally like I I stopped and stood, and the cashier's like, "Uh, nobody's here. Come on up," which was awesome that they opened that early because in yeah. the past sometimes they've they've the food has not been ready to yeah. open. Uh, so we got a breakfast, the turkey breakfast sandwich that we love, and I said, um, "Rhonda, can you can you walk and eat because it it is dead." I mean. I have some pictures of, of Toy Story Land. Mm-hmm. This looks like an early morning magic or after hours yes. event or a private yes. party. I mean, I, I haven't seen Toy Story Land look like this since we did that AP, mm-hmm. you know, the annual pass holder. It wasn't a preview. It was a post view. But, right. you know, I, I just I've never seen the land like yep. this. And so I'm like, let, let's let's take advantage of this as much as we can. Let's go hit Smuggler's Run yes. and see what's up. Yep. Now, again, closed. We can't walk direct from Toy Story Land nope. into Galaxy's Edge, so we swing all the way up and around, and we head to Smuggler's Run. We passed Ronto Roasters, and mm-hmm. there was a long line. Yeah. Well, you so, got to get that Ronto wrap. People yep, have heard about it from us. So It was just neat, again, like you said, that the yeah. food was open and yeah. things, things were open. Yes. It so. was it was full, full land opening. Um, mm-hmm. So we go over to Smuggler's, and I timed it, and we waited 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. Until we were walking, and into we didn't the ride. go into fast. I mean, excuse me, um, single rider. We went. No, we went straight up standby. Straight up standby. Yeah. So eleven minutes. Um, unfortunately, we had engineers, but that was okay. I was, I was honestly, I was glad that we had engineers because the other four people that rode with us had never been, yep. and I would have hated for them to get engineer. Yeah, and it was the four people that um, two of them were not together, so it was two, two, two. Yep. And um. It was cute because 
they neither nobody yeah. wrote it before. Well, did you see the guy turn around did. and say something to me when it was starting? He's like, "Have you ever ridden this before? What do I do?" And he was Aww. one of the gunners. And I told him, I said, "Quick, little tip, because I had to learn it, is that you can just hold the button down to shoot. Yeah. You don't have to like mash at it the whole time." And he's like, "Okay." So for but, being that, we got two coaxiums. Yep. And very very surprised, and they did very well. The, for the pilots were very yes, good, actually. Yes. They did a really, really good. I job. thought we almost got a third one. It was. I felt like it was close. I really yeah. did. It was. They 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 did really good. So that was very enjoyable. Uh, we left there, and I said, um, "Let's go to Star Tours now." Like, let's, why not? Down to that. Um, but it was before that, we did stop. Was that when we stopped, or we stopped later and got our uh, Diet Coke and our our spicy turkey jerky? That was later. Um... I think that might have been after Star Tours. I don't know. Okay, it might have been. What did you think though of the? We'll talk about it real quick. You know, we tried the, we tried the uh, sweet turkey jerky before. Now we tried the spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of it? Actually? I really liked it. It is really spicy. It is. It's like, got a good kick to it. It does. Um, and honestly, I really liked it. And you know, I know people complained about it and stuff, but it's jerky, and it is a fantastic snack. To mm-hmm. hold on to and eat later and just kind of. Yeah. And it's jerky, so it is a little chewy yeah. and it's a little whatever. And if you end up in Oga's Cantina and a seedy character approaches you, you can just stab him with this jerky, <laughs> right? In the, if the one of the, take one of the pointy okay. ends and you just jab it right into him. But yeah. no, I like, I still think that it is, I still wish that it was more of a uh, uh, tender jerky. It's definitely still a little rough and a little dry, and I know that's kind of what jerky is, but if you have really, really good like beef jerky or turkey jerky, you don't have to gnaw at it. You can kind of just bite through it, so I wish it would get there, but I actually don't mind it. Yeah, I, I think it's good. Um, so did that, yeah, then we ended up uh, Star Tours. We, we walked on to Star Tours. We got the Coke, yes, we got the Coke and the when it was about to open back up because the drive oh, okay, was yeah, yeah. down. Oh, when because uh, I mean, rise of the resistance. Ba- excuse me, it opened back up and it was close to our yeah. Grouping. So, so that's when it was uh, uh, around this time. We're now getting it about uh, it's seven ten a.m. and just prior to that, really, it was some of the first boarding groups were starting, mm-hmm. and they were on the ride. And at seven ten, the ride broke down, yep. and they had to evacuate all those people off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, evacuate to me though, always. I know it's the word you use, but it always to me sounds like. Like people just running out with their like hair on fire, you know, like oh we got to evacuate this, you know what I mean? Like instead of just saying yeah. people had to leave the ride, so right. those people had to leave the ride. The ride would stay down for one hour. Mm-hmm. Those who were actually on it, and I believe potentially those that may have been queued up, uh, it may have only been the people on it, uh, got a paper fast pass. Old yep. school said come back anytime once the ride's back up. Right, right. So at this point, um. Yeah, that's when we go over. We ride Star Tours. Yep. We walk, walk on. on. Um, we looked. I mean, we looked into a. Ours wasn't full. Yes, yeah, so our, our Star Speeder wasn't full, and so we sat in the middle. And we walked past one that we looked in, and weren't there like three people sitting in it? It seemed like it. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't many at all. I was a Rebel spy. You were. That was cool. Yep. Um. So yeah, rode Star Tours. Uh. At this point. At this point, we started to walk by, and we went to see Olaf because he didn't know. Yes, we did. Eight o'clock. That's right. So now we're about mm-hmm. eight o'clock, and we go and we met um Olaf because he uh-huh. was there, and we we're like, why not? Well, why not? Um. But none of the shows, you know, like uh, Frozen Sing Along doesn't start till ten thirty. Um. So after meeting Olaf, that's what we did. We started looking to see because we were like, okay, it's eight o'clock now. Now what do we? Now yeah. what? We've been here for two and a half hours. Right. And other than Tower of Terror, we've ridden right. every ride. 
Right. And of course, not Rise of Resistance yet. Um, so we're watching our boarding group and we kind of just, I mean, at this point, yeah, we're kind of just, just hanging just out. Um, walk around for, no, because when did we? When did we get the hot chocolate? No, that was even that after, was after we rode. When was our boarding group called? 848. So really, it okay, wasn't that so much longer. Right. All right. So that's what we did. We went, we went back and over yeah. and Ron Roasters was um, the line walked on to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Walked <laughs> on to that. It was all gone. So we got the Coke and then we, that's got, when we got the jerky. The jerky. We were just looking through some of the shops. Yep. That's what we did. We just kind of at this point, then we just kind of like looked at shops and looked at stuff. And then um, at this point, we also heard that the ride was back up. Yep. And we knew that we would be called soon. And in the app, when you're a boarding group, there is an estimated wait time. Yeah. But there was never like, you know, how you usually have it where it's like, oh, 158 minutes or blah, blah, blah. No. This said morning for a while. And then all of a sudden it said afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then when it went down and everything, it said evening. So we were really kind of confused. So we went ahead and asked a cast member. And both of them made it sound like, no, it's just, you know, we don't know if it's because it started so early and it just thinks it's now going to be. And basically they were like, you know, you'll probably be fine. Yeah. And you'll probably be called soon. Yeah. It's, I mean, to me, I think it's a, I think it's a safety feature in the same sense of even if you're boarding group one. Right. On the bottom, it says just because you have a boarding group, you're not guaranteed right. to ride this ride. I think it's a safety feature. And I think especially once the ride went down, I bet it pushed everyone to evening almost. Yeah. Because they didn't know how long it would be. Down. Right. Um, so, yeah. So there was that. And then they and then we ended up asking another cast member a little bit later about, you know, hey, we're boarding group 21. What's the process? Where do we go once mm-hmm. it calls? And she said, if I were you, it's going to be soon. We're already at, at group 20 up to group 20. Said I would just hang out here. Yep. As soon as it gets called, you just see one of these frontline cast members that are all lined up mm-hmm. and they'll take care of you. Yep. Um, so 848, uh, our boarding group is called. Yes. So let's talk about what we've learned about the boarding group uh, virtual queue system. I know we read a little bit about it before. We've kind of keep mentioning it, but this is where we'd start to find out the details. So when ours was called at 848, it states that we have two hours mm-hmm. to return. That's crazy. Which which yes. is, is, is wonderful. So this is very, I mean, it's almost like having a fast pass Mm-hmm. In a sense, but you don't get to pick the time it's at, and you get two hours instead of one hour to show up, right? Which is awesome. Um, what we we assumed and we did verify with cast members later was that you do not have to still be in Hollywood Studios, correct, for your boarding pass to be eligible. It's not going to use GPS at that moment and go, "Oh, Rhonda and Jeremy left Hollywood Stru- Studios. Forget these guys. I'm right. not pinging them." You know, right? So what you could do is. And, and I'll say a, a tip possibly, and we're going to answer some questions from the Facebook group later, anything that we don't go over. Um, a good strategy for as long as this virtual queue is around, which I believe it could be around for a little while, uh, if not forever, is we also found out you have to scan your band in. Right. You cannot, you cannot wake up at your resort and go... I'm going to get in a boarding group for Hollywood Studios because right. I'm thinking of going this afternoon. Right. You have to go to the park. You have to scan your band at the front before right. you can make it. Correct. It specifically says as you go through MDE and you add your guests from your friends and family list, as you try to move on to the next screen, it will state these people must be in the park 
basically. Right. Or have scanned in that morning. Right. So what I would do, if you don't want to go rope drop, just say be there when they're opening at 9 a.m., hang around until your boarding group shows up, I would still get there at 9 a.m. if you can with everybody in your party. Absolutely. Scan in. And then if you need to head back to your resort and, and chill or you want to go to another park or go to breakfast or something, go for it. Correct. Um, we will start to monitor over the next week or two how many boarding groups are, are how quickly they're filling up. Mm-hmm. This stated that it filled up by 830 in the morning, that all boarding groups were filled up. Correct. Now, while we were in line out of curiosity, mm-hmm. and this is closer to nine o'clock, mm-hmm. we were able to go in and snag another boarding group. And it is one forty four. Yes. And and you can only do one boarding group at a time. So we had already right. we had already done our boarding group. They'd already scanned our bands yep. and we went and booked another because we were interested. So they had put out signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, word was getting around on social media. It's full. We still did it. So yes. even but it's a point of getting there early is because we don't know how quickly these could fill up. Right. Or if you get room uh, number one hundred, you know, today it looks like they're going at about 10 boarding groups per hour. Mm-hmm. So if you're number 100, that potentially could take 10 hours from a 9 a.m. opening would put you at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. If that's when you want to ride, then take a chance. But I would get there early, scan in, yep. drag your family out of bed. It's yep. going to be worth it. Trust yes. me. And then uh, you all can go back or whatever. Yep. Um, and that would be a good plan. So, all right. So we did. Uh, our boarding group was called. We went to where they were lining up. And then what was the process of getting into the ride. Let's talk about getting into the ride. Let's talk about how long we waited to get to the pre-show. Okay. We can then give our spoiler-free opinions, and then we'll dive into a full spoiler okay. portion. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. So what was the process then for getting in? Well, I mean, first of all, there's hundreds, I feel like. I feel like hundreds of cast members. I mean, there was a ton <laughs> of cast members. Very well staffed. And very well. And um, they were all standing there, and you had to scan your band, and they, they had to make sure... You know, and it wasn't like they just scanned Jeremy's band and was like, oh, party of two, because I went ahead and let him do that because I was actually on live with Club 32 at this point. Well, unfortunately, they had to scan mine, too, yeah. and then mine wasn't working. So then um, he had to take it off and turn it over and, yeah. like, make sure. I guess Pun- he was, punched in the actual yep. number. For some um, reason, your actual band puck was not scanning, so he had to physically punch yep. in the number. Which, of course, is associated with it. Right. And then um, um, everything, obviously, was fine. Yeah. But so. but point point being is that it, it, they are scanning bands. They're verifying name, but they're not technically verifying it's you. Um, oh, like an ID. Right. Correct. correct. But, but what we're saying is that it's not like, like an, you know, Oga's Cantina takes reservations. Right. I could go in and make a reservation for six. It doesn't technically matter who those other five people are. You know what I mean? Right. This does matter. Right. So don't, you know, it's not one where you could say, you know what? Uh, we have a group of eight people. Only four of us care about doing it. But the, the you know, just say there's two families of four. Mm-hmm. One family of four are early risers. And they're like, hey, we're going to the park anyway. We'll just scan our bands. And then when you guys show up later, you know, the, the these these two and these two or something are going on. It Like, they're, oh. going, to, they're going to check. Yeah. Now, yeah. if all of a sudden I had showed up with me and... Jared, I don't know if the, and Jared had your band. I don't know if they would have scanned the band and been like, you don't look like a Rhonda. You know what I'm saying? So he'd have been like, uh, yeah. So I, so I just, I I wouldn't take a chance until more information comes out. And again, you know, we never, we never want people to cheat a system, but we understand sometimes things come up. Right. Where if you thought you could swap someone. Right. We don't know that you can. Right. All right. 
So uh, scanned yeah, it. They were, scanned it, yeah. then they let us in. And they actually didn't fill the queue outside. Um, so no. Which I really liked because then by the time we started getting in and just walking through the queue inside, um, I don't know how long it took us to walk. But we were 20 minutes from the time we entered till the time we were going into pre-show okay. was 20 minutes. I okay. timed that one out. Okay. So basically you would consider it a 20 minute wait. Yeah. That was fantastic for us. I really thought that you were going to get in a boarding group and still wait an hour or so. I really thought I that. I kind of did too. And, and they, they managed this so perfectly for something that they've never done. Mm-hmm. They've never ever done this. Yeah. And it was done to perfection. It was. Now I'm sure like we could have some people contact us and go, well, I don't think it was that great. We never got in. We were boarding group well, 120. And that's where, you know, but. And that's where it's hard because that's where it's like, well, whose fault is yeah, that? Yeah, you got to show up early. I mean, everybody knows that. You do. You have to be an early riser, you know? But the interesting thing is, is though we didn't know that today. I mean, and you know, and and it was very different, I think, when we had opening day of the land and, and they were going to be at six. Everybody knew they were probably going to open early. We weren't 100 yeah. percent sure You're this right. morning and, and we had no idea a virtual queue was coming. Somebody could have shown that... up at 9 a.m. and thought. I'll show up at 9 a.m. and if I have to wait six hours, I'll wait six hours. Right. They get there at 9 a.m boarding is closed and they don't get to ride at all so i can't understand that yes and i i agree with that because also we woke up at 3 45 what if we'd have woken up at 2 45 we would have wasted an hour of our a, life oh we so would have and i'd have been so upset <laughs> so it, that's just where it's hard but now that we know all of this this is good yeah no, so. it's it, yeah, it, it's we learned a lot here. We, and it, the funny thing is, is I think not only did we learn about um, the virtual queue, I, I think that at points Disney and cast members were still learning about the virtual I, I queue. Agree. Yeah, you know, I mean, because especially they, with I, the whole morning, afternoon, evening. Oh, for like, sure. W- quote unquote wait time. For sure. Yeah. Um. So we get in. We we go through uh the pre-show. I will say that um this is. This is a lengthy attraction. Um, this cannot be called a ride. No, I don't even know that it can be called an attraction. This is an experience. It was. It was um, and f- and and typically there is one other possible waiting area. So depending on how long that takes between sections, this time could vary. But this is easily a fifteen to twenty minute experience mm-hmm. from entering pre show showroom to stepping off mm-hmm. ride vehicle. Don't you think? Yeah. So without spoiling it, what do you what do you think of rise of rise of the resistance? It is absolutely amazing, breathtaking, fun, exciting, a little maybe scary. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of emotions. There it really is, is. Yeah, it is. It is by far, and it's so funny because, you know, like Flight of Passage, you know, what is the ride that you go to Disney World and you have to ride? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to ride Flight of Passage. So I'm sure question will be, is this better than Flight? Mm, no. I don't think it compares, um, but this is the new ride that every single time you go to Disney, you want to ride this ride. Yeah. 
Yeah. Bottom I, line. Yeah. I, I've already had several people ask, you know, how does it compare to Flight of Passage? And I think you're right. You can't compare the two. Mm-mm. And that's not saying anything good or bad about either one. They're very, Correct. very different. Correct. That I mean, yeah, that's be like comparing Flight of Passage to. Well, Seven Doors Mine Train. Right. Or Flight of Passage. Is, it's almost, you know, it's, it's very yep. different if you yep. say. Yeah, it's different if you say almost like, you know, how does how does uh, how does Slinky Dog compare Where's to Seven Doors Mind Yes. Train? OK, they're both coasters. They have very similar right. aspects to them. Right. These are so different. I mean, yeah, it'd be like, how, yeah. How do you compare regular Yoda to baby Yoda? You don't compare those two. Right. One is extremely wise. One is absolutely adorable. <laughs> and I want to adopt them uh-huh. and hug them. Uh-huh. I, do you think they have like reptile? Is it reptile type skin, though? I feel like they wouldn't be soft to the touch like it wouldn't be like a like a human baby that are like has, that are really soft yeah um so anyway yeah i don't think you can compare them is it a if somebody said right now would you rather do rise of the resistance or flight of passage i'm going to choose rise oh, you know absolutely. and you can make that but you can't compare what impressed me is the sheer scale of mm-hmm. this ride mm-hmm. and when you ride it you will go Oh, I see why they've had lots of issues with it breaking down. Mm-hmm. This is this is a million moving parts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm mm-hmm. still just like I'm still trying to process how they even put this together. Mm-hmm. That's how That's uh, breathtaking and unbelievable it is. Like you said, and it is. It, there's lots of emotions. There's emotional emotions. Mm-hmm. There will definitely be grown people who cry because oh, if you yeah. if you thought stepping into Galaxy's Edge was like stepping into a Star Wars movie. Oh. Holy moly. This is yeah. times 10. Yeah. And, and and I agree. Every last bit of it. And so we'll get into that with spoilers. What I do want to do for anybody that may not want spoilers is and is going to turn it off. Um I do want to go through the questions and just answer ones that don't pertain to any spoilers from the ride. Okay. So that we can't answer those. Okay. Um so first we did have Gretchen. She said, we'll probably bring a guest in March that will love this, but he'll be in a wheelchair. Uh, he can transfer and use crutches for some time with no problem. So would love the differently abled perspective. Uh, oh, he is a teenager yeah. and be a trooper about it. Aw. Uh, you do have to transfer. Yes. I will say that. There are no ride vehicles that will accommodate a wheelchair or ECV, but it sounds like he is able to transfer. Right. Um I am not 100% sure on the length that they will that they'll make you transfer though. That's the only thing I'm not positive and we will certainly do our best to get clarification. Well, thinking Because there's multiple think, steps. Thinking <laughs> of it. Thinking of it. Not literal. Not physical steps. I know, but like thinking of it without spoilers. Yeah. Um I don't think he would have to transfer until literally Kind of final. Final okay. to get into I think the that ride. is quite possible as well. Yeah. So that will help. I did quickly. I'm not sure what they'll do with the I, wheelchair yeah, what they'll I do did, with it. But. Well, I did quickly overhear as we were talking to someone, uh, somebody did come up and I kind of just heard them in the background, asked about the, the DAS pass, the disability pass. Mm-hmm. And they said, how does that work? And the cast member stated that it, it works the same as it does anywhere else. Okay. Um, and so it's going to work the same with the boarding group. I think you would treat treat the boarding group almost like a fast pass. And then you would still be able to do the DAS mm-hmm. and, and whatever is needed. Okay. Um, so I, I think I think he will be perfectly fine. I mm-hmm. do believe that he'll be able to get through m- more almost than half the experience before potentially having to transfer. I agree. I, I agree with that. Um, we will try and get a little more clarification if we can. Uh, Brandon Cox, just, I think we already covered this, but your thoughts. <laughs> he wants to know your thoughts. <laughs> Unbelievable, uh, right? 
Uh, that yeah, yeah, it surprises me. But I'm curious. I, I I wonder why. Like, is it because I'm a woman, or if is it because I don't know? <laughs> Your opinion matters oh, more thanks. than mine. Thanks, Brandon. Um, <clears throat> uh, we're gonna skip one because that's got spoilers. Shelby uh, asked, "Do you think virtual queue will make it easier to get on than fast pass with Pandora? They're so hard to come by. We always skip it." Um. And then Tim asks, is virtual queue for the ride or the land? So let's cover some of these. Virtual queue is for the ride. Correct. The land was completely open. You could come and go as you please. Though it did seem they were somewhat encouraging people, you know, don't hang around Rise of the Resistance. If you have a boarding group, go enjoy the park. You know, go enjoy other parts of Galaxy's Edge. Go enjoy the rest of the park. Um, The virtual queue, just today, opening day, first time ever implemented, Went off to perfection, mm-hmm. I think, and it was better than any fast pass. It was better than any standby. It was better than anything I've yep. seen. Yes, I agree. I don't think they will do this, but I wish they would do this. I would love to see them all of a sudden implement the virtual queue. I'm thinking almost at each park with the likes of Pandora, mm-hmm. the likes of Seven Doors Mine Train, mm-hmm. um, and uh, for some reason, all of a sudden, Alexa's playing Christmas music. So, Alexa, stop. That's going to freak Jared out. Um, so I do think that <laughs> I, I could see it there. Um, once, you, you know, either Cosmic Rewind or Ratatouille mm-hmm. implement. Um, I do believe that moving forward with the rides that we have coming, yes. they will do virtual queuing. I agree. And I think it's absolutely genius. They're still I doing do. it over at, at Supercharged at Fast and the Furious over at Universal. It's, oh. it's still a virtual queue. And that's been open quite some time now. I would like to eliminate standby. At that point Absolutely. for these. And it's either if they if and when they do implement fast pass, it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. You book 60 days out or 30, 60 or 90 days out, depending mm-hmm. on your stay. You get a fast pass and you go, you know what? I can plan my day specific to an hour. If not, you don't just go stand in a line for five hours mm-hmm. like you do at Pandora. You virtual queue it. Yep. You know, only downside is is you could see such an influx first thing in the morning as people are getting in, scanning in just the queue. Right. But I, I, I think in the long run it would, it would work. I do. Um, I, do I, I absolutely loved this process mm-hmm. and it took all the stress out of today as opposed to opening day where you're walking in going, are, are we going to wait 30 minutes? Or are we going to wait three hours? Are we going right. to wait six hours? What if I have to pee? What if I get something to drink? What yeah. if, you know, can I leave the line? Yeah. What if I'm already in the queue? This was awesome. And it's genius on their part yeah. because that makes you go around, makes you get some coffee, makes you, yes. hey, I'm going to look at this, um, <laughs> excuse me, um, merchandise. I'm going to buy some stuff. I mean, it is absolutely genius. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love it. I, and there's no way they don't do this for the other stuff. Yeah. All right. So there's let's no move way. on. All right. So next we're going to go to um, Emily Smith asked, and we're getting this a lot, and we're going to we're going to answer without. Uh, spoiling, mm-hmm. um, but then we'll we'll talk more about it as we spoil. So, do you think it will trigger motion sickness? And I'm going to let you go a little bit more, and just you can be vague without being too vague. But you know, you're one who can sometimes get yep. motion sickness. I don't get it at all. So I've never ever. Uh, no, I shouldn't say never ever. I one time out of all the times I've ridden Flight of Passage felt a little funny, and then I just for the first time ever had to look away. And, and that's usually what I have to do when it comes to, uh, like, simulator type thing. Mm-hmm. And is that okay to say? 
Yeah. Okay. I think um, people know that there are there are you know people know that there's varying things. There is there is true ride systems. There are animatronics and there are screens. Okay. I mean there there are screens and some is okay. slight simulator. Okay. I don't think that's so. Spoiling. With that being said, um, like in Star Tours, Star Tours is one that I can totally be in, and every once in a while, like the motion and staring at the screen, I do feel like, and then all I have to do is kind of just. I guess some people, what my mom does is she can ride it, but she'll close her eyes the whole time, which makes me laugh because then I'm like, why are you riding it? Right. You're not but, even seeing anything. But I understand her because she, that's where I just look away. And I feel like as long as I'm not um, claustrophobic slash con- yeah. um, confined, yeah. um, then I can usually be fine. With this one... Um, I could see where it could, but again, I think you're in a big enough space, in my opinion, that if you did feel a little, you mm-hmm. could either look away, close your eyes. Yeah. If you are able, if you know yourself are able to ride something like that and close your eyes, like yeah. my mom. Like, yeah. I mean, she can ride Soarin', she can ride. Um, Flight of Passage, she can ride Star Tours, and it's hysterical because she'll close her eyes, but she gets that movement and that feeling, and she's fine with it, but yeah. she can't watch it. So and Rhonda has the whole time whisper in her ear, we're now flying on the back of a banshee. Now we're going over a mountain. No, I don't. Now we're going under some water. There's <laughs> a big shark-looking thing. Um, I, Again, somebody who doesn't get motion sickness... Um, at all. At all. My At one all. my one concern for some people is that um there is a lot of uh physical ride vehicle movement at parts that goes forward around it, it moves a lot. And and that's and my only that, thing. Uh, that not did... not to the extent of a teacup. No. But I do think there is a lot of movement where it's not as much on a straight and narrow like a roller coaster. Mm. Like, let's just say a roller coaster that just goes kind of more straight and does some circles. So I, th- this is one, you know, I think if you are truly, truly concerned uh, with motion sickness, I would find I'd somebody else it. that mm-hmm. truly has motion sickness and ask their opinion if they went on it. And second, yeah. I would glance through some of the, the point of view ride videos. Yeah. And you could skip through some stuff just to get an idea of what you're up against. Yes. Um, and if you are really concerned, um, you know, Emily and I, I know Lisa responded uh, and you're OK with spoilers, then keep listening or just hit us up and, and we will gladly an- answer mm-hmm. any first, uh, further questions. Uh, Sydney asked back, you know, about the, the virtual queue. Um, do you think or any indication on whether this virtual queue is a long term thing or something they're just doing for the opening? Uh, she's going in February. I believe I with be I think this will be a long term thing, yep. uh, if not a permanent thing, especially when they see how well it works. Yeah. Um, next question. Brian is saying, do you think that they will do fast pass? If so, when do you think they'll be available? I only I only believe that they will do fast pass because they build a fast pass queue in touch points. Now I was mentioning to Rhonda earlier. I started to say, but what if this if fast pass queue? What if is pass the boarding pass right. queue? What if that was the because you do have to tap your band, right? But then that means they would also still have traditional standby. And I Disney, as good as it looks in a sense to say, man, people wait four hours for flight of passage. Disney doesn't want you to stand in line for four hours. 
That yeah. means you're not out spending money right. on food and beverage and merchandise. They want you in off and on the rides as quick as they can. Right. Why they haven't implemented a virtual queue before this, uh, I'm not sure. I think they wanted to perfect it in their own way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've always compared Disney to, to Apple and I've compared Universal to Android. Android often comes out with the stuff first. Right. Apple, I think, likes to sit back and refine it and do it their own way as opposed to copying. Right. You know, and, and I think that's what Disney is doing with this. So um, if they implement FastPass, they have to implement it no less than 90 days prior to when they're going to start using it mm-hmm. because club level uh, folks can purchase add-ons to get 90-day out fast passes. Right. So they couldn't just say, oh, guys, by the way, uh, two weeks from now, we're doing fast passes. I think it's got to be at least 90 days, mm-hmm. maybe 120. Um, depending on how this virtual queue goes, they may just hold off. Or mm-hmm. like we're saying, you know, we had a cast member physically scan our bands with an iPad. Mm-hmm. Maybe those fast pass looking touch points are going to be the new scan. Yep. Um, now, there are still two entrances, though. So, so my biggest question is, all right, let's just say they completely do this and then they completely one day do away with bat, um, standby lines. What are they going to do with that land? That that space? That space. That's not going to matter. They'll figure it out. I don't think they're going to completely do away with it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to revert back. The only one I could see them reverting back and adding it to is Flight of Passage. I don't think it's not like they're going to go, you know what, man? Small World needs a virtual queue now. They're not going to, it's not going to be anything wide, but you know, that's what I mean. I mean, these big rides that then you have these big queues for that. That's a lot of space. It is quite possible that it still gets to a point that it it goes to fast pass and standby. Yeah. It may, or it may go to fast pass and virtual queue, which is what I would like to see. So fast pass still goes through fast pass. Virtual queue still gets a touch point from an actual physical cast member. Yeah. Um, Next, uh, Austin asked, how long of a wait was it to get on the ride once your group got called from the virtual queue, and how is the virtual queue affected by ride breakdowns? That's a great question. So we were, but it was 20 minutes. By the time we actually scanned in, mm-hmm. you know, we were called at 848. 10 minutes later, we were technically walking into the queue, and it was 20 minutes we were into the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what we can tell today, if there is a ride breakdown and you, uh, you're using the virtual queue, I believe if you were... If you were on the ride for sure, they gave you a paper fast pass to come back and use at any time mm-hmm. in a sense. I'm not 100% sure if you were just simply queued up because the wait was so short that if you were 10 minutes into the wait and it broke down, I don't know that they're just going to hand out a paper fast pass to you. Now, if you're on the physical ride, sure. Or you're part of the pre-show or whatever, I can right. totally see that. Right. Um, next two questions from Michelle and Cody uh, are asking about, is this kid friendly? Uh, Cody specifically mentions a three-year-old um, and Michelle mentions a, a five and seven. Um, much of this one is going to be dependent on your child. Mm-hmm. Right now, Lacey is nine and barely wants to ride Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Even though she wrote it when she was four. Right. So some of it is going to depend on your child and what they are maybe scared of. But I will say this is an, an intense mm-hmm. attraction. Yeah. It and can I'd be say, very, very intense at times. And I can say I think there could be a couple of scary parts yeah. um, for children because of, yeah, just the way it goes. I mean, I, I mean, I jokingly, I was almost scared. Um, and it's very immersive to a point of right. There is a fine line between you thinking you're on a ride 
and you thinking stuff is really happening. I mean, it really is. There, there, there are definitely I, moments I that I that. think that a child is but not going to be able to blur that line right. of reality right. and, and it being a ride. And I, I can see where it could certainly be. And that's the thing. I, I, don't know, I don't know if scary would be the word as much as intense. Yeah. There's certainly intense right. parts. Not... You know? But I mean, it is dark. There are dark parts. There are, there are some flashes. There are some little pew, pew, pew. Every now and then, a laser. Okay, we're going to talk about the ride. Anybody who wants to avoid spoilers, I hope we have given you a ton of great info leading up to this. Um, um, sorry, real quick, back um, yes. with the kids. Yeah, Y'all can do like a rider swap situation where mm-hmm. I think might be a smart situation is maybe, Cody, you can like say, you know... Hey, I'm gonna write or swap, but maybe if you could write it first yourself, and then think yeah. of if your kid would be okay with that. Yeah, um, and and again, it may be one that if you're okay with the spoilers, you want to watch a, a point of view video yeah. on YouTube, and you can decide. Yes, this is probably too intense yeah. for my child, or no, it is not. All right, sorry, I didn't um, mean to interrupt you. No, that's fine. And just to note, there is a 40, 40 inch height limit, forty inch or taller. Yep. So so you know if they're under forty. No, it is not kid friendly. <laughs> if they're over 40, <laughs> you can take right. everything else that we just said. Yeah. So uh, anybody who would like to avoid spoilers, go ahead and hit that stop button nah. now. <laughs> All right, we're back. Let's talk Rise of the Resistance, the ride, spoilers. Spoilers. Um, this is, this is, this lived up to everything I thought it would be and more. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already said this is not a ride. This is not an attraction. This is an experience. Mm-hmm. This is a fully immersive experience. Unlike anything I believe theme park goers have ever seen. Um, I've not been to every theme park in the world. I've not ridden every ride in the world. I still am pretty confident that there is nothing else on planet Earth that is like this. <laughs> and we will get into telling you why now because obviously... You know, when you look at line cues for Flight of Passage and, and, you know, I mean, shoot, Seven Dwarves, Haunted Man, anywhere you look at line, the cues are amazing. Mm -hmm. This one's no different. Uh, Lots of little details. The carved rock, you know, the areas where all the um, uh, power and electrical is external and you Mm -hmm. can see it as though, you know, they just had to put it in there that this is truly a secret base. Yep. And I'm going to go ahead and just read what the ride is and it says the resistance needs your help uh, hidden in the forest outside black spire outpost the resistance is gathering recruits for a secret mission with the first order desperate to extinguish the spark of the resistance the mission is bound to have unexpected twists and turns when your transport is captured by an imposing first order star destroyer filled with legions of stormtroopers and even kylo ren you're going to need all the help you can get Fortunately, a convert a covert team of resistance fighters, including Ray and BB-8, is at the ready to give you a fighting chance to escape and a chance for the resistance to rise. Uh, prepare for a thrilling first of its kind adventure. That's the accurate. <laughs> um, so, story basically is just as they said on the other side of uh, Batu. Really, you have the First Order area that has Kylo's ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got the First Order shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got blue and green milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of transition into Oga's where the Millennium Falcon is up to Docking Bay 7. The marketplace is really Black Spire Outpost. Mm-hmm. And then as you you go on to where the main entrance into Galaxy's Edge is, to the left there is the forest where this secret base is that the mm-hmm. Resistance has built. Yes. You know, and they found this 
place on Batu outside of Black Spire uh, Outpost. So they are recruiting you, and it feels that way from the moment you go in and you encounter a cast member who's kind of helping with the queue. Because yep. she's literally asking, she's like, you know, do, do you guys have any intel on what's happening out there? Uh, did anybody follow you? Mm-hmm. You know, so you already start with live actors. And I know one of the questions we, we had was, is it all animatronics? Are there live actors? Yes, they're both. Right. Not only are they in the queue, but we'll talk about where they are within the ride itself. Right. So y- you go in and um, mostly you're, for the most part, you're in hallways that are that look like they're dug out from stone mm-hmm. um and there are some areas that have like almost like open lockers in a sense so you can see into them yeah and there's you know resistance fighter pilot mm-hmm. uniforms and helmets, helmets and there's and weapons weapons uh, areas like that there's some different like uh glass boards that look like you know maps intergalactic maps that mm-hmm. they might be looking at and then we walk into uh what is going to be the pre-show and is your basically your briefing room yes and who ronda Comes to life rolls in out. full force and rolls out and greets you like nothing you've ever seen. BB-8. Yeah. And it was so cool. He's so cool. I love him so much. It's, it's awesome. And so so BB-8 comes out. And you can see there's there's two screens on the left. And there's a platform that he rolls out from. And then to the right, there's this big open area. But you can tell something's about to happen there. Yeah. And down comes yeah. a transmission from Ray. Yep. And there is a... And she looked... Full size holographic oh, yeah. ray. Like it was amazing. Yeah. Over on the two screens to the left, uh, we're going to get a combination between Finn, we're going to get Poe, oh, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to get uh, Nim Nimyum, Nimyub, however you say his name, mm-hmm. and then you're going to get uh, is it General Beck. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looks very much like uh, what's his face? It's a trap guy. Um, so, yeah, so from the. It's a trap. It's whatever that species is. Okay. Start like right now. If Christina is listening, she's screaming at me. <laughs> uh, uh, isn't it Akbar? I think that's it. Don't hate me, Star Wars geeks. Um, so yeah, so you kind of get this thing. And all right, here is your mission. Mm-hmm. We need to get you off of Batu uh-huh. because we know that there is the First Order. Mm-hmm. They're basically on the other side of Batu. Yep. They're coming. You're our new recruits. Our mission. We got to get you out of here. And Correct. So you're in this room, and there's double doors slide open like in true star wars fashion and you're thinking okay we're gonna go to whatever's next and and you walk outside you walk back outside it was incredible you're you're just it's so and there's mind-blowing there's nothing to it but it blew me away because because, and it didn't feel like you're in galaxy's edge it it just so high up and and then you have a tie fighter i think jet that's over to the yeah next x-wing like yeah it's pose x-wing okay is that what it is and then, I mean, it's just, I mean, you're just looking all around. Never expected to walk outside. No. Now, and then, and then the. It is, it is, it is covered with by rock. rock like, yeah. That is, that is coming out. Um, so if it was raining. You would be covered. You'd be but covered. But you're walking outside. You're walking outside. And to your left is a transport ship. Yeah. And so uh, they kind of give you a briefing. And again, this is where some live CMs are playing a part. Uh-huh. And they're saying, you know, we're going to get in the transport ship. Uh, hold on to a handle. Yeah. You're like, Hold on to what now? Yeah, and I was more expected. I'll be honest. I expected it more to. I expected a couple of girls weren't really holding on. I'm like, they're gonna be thrown forward, aren't they? But then I was like, well, (laughs) Disney can't do that, right? Yeah, not with not. You're not gonna do that. But but. then everybody did say, hold on. Yeah, 
It, well, so, it's the same. It's the same thing as standing on a Disney bus. Hold on to something. Don't just stand there and act like you're Mr. Miyagi and you can just balance no matter what <laughs> turn this bus takes. So, um, but this fits a good chunk of people. Thirty. Maybe oh, I, or so. Sure. I'm not um, good with that. And so you get in, you get into it, and there are several areas for you to hold on, and it is a ship. And when Beck is on there. Yeah, as you look forward, there is Beck, and he is full life size animatronic. Yep. Very, very good animatronic. And beyond him is Nim, Nim Nyub. Um, and you can see the back of his little head yep. moving. Very short. And there are screens which we're going to are going to be a simulator. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're gonna take off from Batu, and you are going to feel the movement of the ship. Yep. Right. So it's moving around. Uh, you're basically flying out. And as you get there, uh, Poe is leading you and um, they start to get some some stuff on the radar. And you see that f- first order fighters are coming. Yep. And as this as you turn, you see a giant star destroyer. Mm-hmm. And at this point, um, Poe's like, uh, we're outnumbered. I need to go get some help. I'm going to zoom off light speed, get some people, come back, protect you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be fine. Soon as he leaves, though, the Star Destroyer gets the beam on you, and they're pulling you in, mm-hmm. and you feel it pull you in. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel the movement; it truly feels like something has a grasp of your ship, yep. and it's pulling you into the Star Destroyer. Yeah. So, Star Destroyer pulls you in, and you're inside their big docking bay. Yep. All right. I'm gonna paint a picture, and then you're gonna you're gonna do the little good stuff on it, like draw the leaves on my tree. So I'm gonna do the tree. You can paint the leaves on it. When you walk into the transport ship, mm-hmm. if you're facing forward, you walk in from the right side. You are outside, right? There's doors on the left side. Mm-hmm. I expected it. Yeah. I turn and look, and I'm like, all right, doors open on the left side. No, they open back behind us, and we realize that this entire, we were basically on an elevator mm-hmm. that took us up a level, mm-hmm. and we never knew it. Nope. So those doors open, and what happens? You walk into... No. What happens first? Oh, the <laughs> cast members that are, um, like, yeah. the actors are like, come on, you get off, get off the ship. And yeah, they're first order oh, no, no, soldiers. No. Yeah. Well, were they saying get off the ship like that, or were they like, get off the ship? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they basically come in. They're like, they're like, yeah, get off. You're, we've you have to you. come in. Yeah, you're... we've got you. And you're going to be questioned, and yep. we're going to take you to Kylo yep. Ren and all that. Mm-hmm. And... If you can whatsoever explain walking off of that ship. And this is the scene. This is where people have seen the images of the stormtrooper yeah. troop um, or army. I. The scale of this. Uh, it is. <laughs> is a 30 foot ceiling? 40 oh, foot? 50, 50 foot? 60. This is several stories. It is huge. Tall massive yeah and you walk in and there's all these stormtroopers you don't know who's real and who's not they're all real Rhonda. well i mean they're all animatronics but are they yeah i have a feeling that somebody's going to be dressed up and then maybe move and like i don't know yeah if you're a stormtrooper you're not stepping out of line but some of them are moving some of them are they're slight they're the ever so slight shifts in head Mm -hmm. and raising arms with with blasters and behind them is this giant 60 foot screen that's yeah. like space and you know you see a few things you see star destroyers yeah. you see yeah fighters um, going by um there are several other see, first order uh soldiers throughout that are all standing uh-huh you know kind of like about face <laughs> yeah um 
There are there there is a do not uh, smile. Yeah, there is a uh, a transport um, car vehicle that is empty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, with with the the R two unit yep. in front of it. Yep. Um, there are some other stormtroopers kind of throughout. The I, I can't the the scope of this and the and the sheer scale of this is insane, especially when it this is. is basically, for the most part, it's a showpiece. Mm-hmm. Th- this this. It has a purpose without having a purpose mm-hmm. is the crazy part. Mm-hmm. It's not like you get in here and this is the ride all of a sudden. Right. This they put just, this much mm-hmm. into something that you spend less than five minutes in potentially could be quicker depending on how much how quick they can get you into the next area. Right. So you do get to look around. We got to spend some time. You can take your photos and all. Um, and then you go into basically another queue that has two sides. There's mm-hmm. two, two lines. And it's kind of another queue. Uh, depending on how fast things are moving, we probably waited in there. Seven, eight minutes, maybe, yeah. before they started moving us up. Um, then they're going to get up, and they're going to start counting you off by number in your party. And they have very specific numbers that they're grabbing. And um, the two lines are going to kind of make a difference a little bit at this point, because they're going to separate you mm-hmm. into four colors. Mm-hmm. And there is a first order. Again, we got a live actor, uh, first order soldier. And mm-hmm. he's going to say, you know, how many, how many are in your group? And he's not polite. I mean, he's, nope. he's playing this part very well. Yes, he was. And he says, yeah, how many are in your group? Three. Okay. Well, you're going to stand on blue. How many in your group? Two. Well, you're going to stand on red. How many in your group? One. Well, you can go with the guys of blue and all that. Yep. And puts everybody, four people on each of the four uh, colors. Mm -hmm. And he states, do not forget what your color is. And he walked up to at least one person in each group, like six inches from their face. Mm -hmm. And is like, what color are you? Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was just, it It was was cute because the one woman was like, white, sir. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it was more gray though so that was threw me off a little yeah um so yeah so he's going to put you on your colors and then he's even stating like you know you're getting ready to go into a room for questioning uh mm-hmm. with general hux and um you first of all you better remember number you better tell us where this secret base is and he stated something like or the person next to you if you ever see them again probably won't look the way that they do right now like it's crazy. And then it's great that the door is open and as you're walking in, what do you say? He goes, and do not touch my walls. Yeah. So then of course somebody was like, I want to touch the wall. Yeah. And it's like this like triangle. It's almost like a pyramid. Sh- pyramid. Yeah. yeah, pyramid. And it was weird because I'm like looking and we go in and I'm like, there's no way out of this room. We have to go right back through right. these doors. So what's gonna change? Yeah. What's gonna happen? Yeah. So out out walks, uh, there's a screen up above. This is the first use of screens. But these screens are done in such a way that as you look at them, they appear that there is a three-dimensional character there. Yeah. Don't you agree? Yeah, I agree. Um, it is very hard to tell it's a screen. In this room specifically, you're looking up to a second level, which helps. Plus, there's kind of like almost a gate, or like mm-hmm. a, you know, like almost like a jail bars is technically yeah. in front of you. So I think that helps. Uh, General Hux walks out, um, and, you know, he's, you know, we... we we know you're with the resistance. Um, we want to know where the secret base is. And then Kylo walks out. Mm-hmm. And he's not uses, very happy. No, and he uses of course. the force. Uses the force. Uh, there's a lot of red. There's a lot of glowing. There's mm-hmm. some There's some buzzing and noises. And, and you were right next to it, too. Yeah. And, and, and he, wa- he walks out. Right? Yeah. The next and, thing and we're we like, know. where what are we, where are we going to go? The next thing we know, there is a lightsaber that cuts through the wall and Jeremy was right next to it. <laughs> and 
we had no idea this yeah. was a door. There is there is a insane. there's a bright red that outlines like mm-hmm. it's cutting through the door and next thing you know you can see what looks like melted metal mm-hmm. from a lightsaber mm-hmm. and this door pushes back and slides open. Mm-hmm. And on the other side are resistance. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're there like, to they're there to to save you yep. and and rescue you. And yeah, they're like, come on, quick, get in. This is where your color makes a difference because you need to go get in the pod and in the row that your color is. Mm-hmm. So four to a row, there's going to be two uh, transport vehicles. Mm-hmm. So 16 people at a time. From there, uh, Finn and Poe come up. They let you know. Finn is like, Finn is there and he's, he's got his stormtrooper gear on, but he's taking the helmet off because um, he had snuck on basically to help. And he's going to let you know, here's what you got to do. You got to get this pod over into... There's a bay that will drop you down. And we'll get you back safely to Batu. Mm-hmm. Like okay, so stuff opens up and the two vehicles start going. And the first room is a giant, giant room, and there's several other transport vehicles with mm-hmm. nobody in them. Yes, swirling all around. This is I when was... you can almost think of teacups or alien swirling saucers, mm-hmm. where you're like, dude, we're gonna hit all these things, and you're not. Like, mm-hmm. and this is a completely trackless vehicle. Yep. And they're swirling all around. And then more uses of screens where stormtroopers come up and they're like, what are you doing? Who are you? And um, they they tell them that, oh, yeah, these don't worry. These are prisoners that we're transporting. Yep. And they're like, OK, fine. So you start to go through other areas. And this is technically two different. There's two different scenarios that are very, very similar. Yeah. So the two vehicles don't go in tandem nope. throughout this entire experience. There are slightly varying areas that one goes and the other doesn't. You mm-hmm. kind of meet back up. So it can be different depending on how you do it. Here's what blew me away is that at any given moment, I had no freaking clue where that vehicle was going to go next. Mm-hmm. It, it moves sad. forward. It moves backwards. It goes side to side. It uh-huh. goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you're going through and you're basically trying to escape. And the next giant room that you come into um is even bigger than the stormtrooper room i think Uh, i don't know and it has two and in the distance you can see a third full-size atats yep and there is a shootout now pretty much going in there between finn and stormtroopers and you yep so surrounding the top are lots of screens with stormtroopers Mm -hmm. but then there is a finn animatronic Mm mm-hmm shooting apparently there's two yes and that's where you're going to get two different views depending on which ride vehicle you're in yep so again you're going through there and then they're going to get you out of there finn's basically like i got your i got you covered yep you know go ahead and get out of here and you back up into the next area Mm -hmm. that was the guns the blasters i think so yeah so how how what explain those (laughs) well it was crazy because i swear the walls were fine and plain and normal and then the blasters go and like a piece of metal disappears and there's yeah. this giant hole in the wall now and yeah. like it's crazy and it's glowing and it's and it, it, yeah it's it was insane amazing yeah um and i was ducking and like oh god am i gonna get yeah. hit um so that was funny but um yeah it, it was uh, it's a little intense. Like yeah. it's crazy. It's it neat. is, and, and the movement, and there's a lot of there's a lot of rushing, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I think intensifies this ride so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get into the next section, and it's a giant, this giant window looking out into space, and you can see battle going on now because the resistance is coming. Mm-hmm. You know, they're coming to to save us, and mm-hmm. there are three giant blasters. 
giant. Oh, this was before Kylo. Okay. Yeah. And they are shooting and they're moving forward and back mm-hmm. as they shoot. So your vehicle pod has to get around them. So it kind of waits. And the gun comes forward, it blasts, it goes back, and you move through it to the next one. That's crazy. And then the next one happens, and you keep moving yep. through this. So at this point, we come around, and you actually come to the back of uh, Kylo Ren and, and General Hux, and mm-hmm. they are full animatronics. Uh-huh. Very, very well done animatronics. Very well. This is another spot where I'm, I believe that there are two different, almost like two different rides. Yep. Because on our side... Um, he turns around, Kylo turns around, and he realizes, wait a second, you're those p- supposed prisoners. Mm-hmm. You cannot escape me. Mm-hmm. On our side, you kind of back out and you get out of there. On the other side, he jabs a lightsaber through the roof, mm-hmm. I think, and starts to cut out before you back up, which we did not get to see, but yeah. I've seen it on some other previews and stuff. So he's basically like, you know, you're not going to get away from me. I'm too strong, this and that. So now you come out of there. And you're basically in a race to get away from Kylo and find this, this, this cargo bay mm-hmm. where you can, you know, get in the escape pod and leave. Um, you come up on uh, Kylo. Actually, again, comes out as a screen, mm-hmm. but it looks very real for a split second with his lightsaber. Doors close in front uh, of him. That was a screen. Are you serious? Yeah, that one was a screen. That's how real the screens look. It's. An, I it's thought amazing. it was. An, I swear to God, I thought it was, it was an animatronic. Holy no. crap. Okay. So you, you come through here, and again, there's blasters going off. There's red lights, blasters shooting everywhere. Yep. You, like Rhonda said, you swear you look at a wall and it looks fine, but next thing you know, it gets lit up and you turn around and, and it's been blasted through mm-hmm. and metal and, and shards of stuff are like ripped up. Yep. And it's glowing and then there's fire. There's areas there's where. Not fire. There's fire. No, fire. there's. Well, there's small screens built into some of the areas that when a blaster hit it, you saw a small fire explosion. But it wasn't real fire. It was screen fire. But that's how they were okay. doing it. So you come back around. and then You don't feel heat. You don't no, feel no, heat you don't. No. But there are some windy areas. And there are. Oh, There absolutely. was areas. So we come up next. And this was the only one. It was a little bit hokey. But the animatronic was unbelievable. The animatronic was a little different because it looked like his. It, so this is Kylo Ren we're talking about. Yeah. And his um, jacket, his, his cloak looked brown. I think it was just the lighting. I mean, okay. We can't base everything on that. I just thought the movement got a little weird. weird but so I he's there. He's there, lightsaber, weird. full animatronic, and you think like, oh no, he's gonna get us. But all of a sudden, the resistance blows a hole in the he's ship all, behind ah! him, and he goes flailing. Yeah, like he's flailing. about to get sucked out of this, and you see a full explosion. Again, it's not a real, mm-hmm. it's a simulated explosion, but it looks amazing. And then. This is where I thought it was a little hokey. Like two pieces of the ship just dropped down in front of him. Almost too perfectly. Yeah. It was the only thing that I was like, eh, maybe it could have been a little better. But the animatronic is is mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. And so you back out. You're like, all right, we're getting away from Kylo. Finn tells you, I know exactly where you're going. Um, oh, let me go back real quick to the ATATs because I like this part. You get in an area and Finn says, uh, drop down. And you go up. You oh, literally yeah. go up and yeah. lift the ride vehicle and up. Like, and he's no! like, not up. You don't go up. Up is bad. And then you you are face-to-face with an AT-AT, yep. and you can see stormtroopers inside, like the head, yep. like the control panel, yep. and you back out. Okay, I forgot that part. So now we're at the part where we're, getting, we're coming around, and we are going to get into the escape hatch. Mm-hmm. Comes up, and there's a full screen. This is going to be a simulator-type portion, very similar in, in aspect, I think, to maybe a Star Tours. Yep. You lock in. Yep. And you drop. Yep. 
I would compare this drop to a very the small one when you're riding Tower of Terror. And you go up and down and you have that main big drop, you know, okay, that's fine. I would, when you're going up and down, there's, I remember, I don't ride Terror of Terror a ton, but I do know and remember there's a very like, sometimes there's a small one. There's just a little up and down little one. That is what this drop reminded me of. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I know you ag- I, I don't I don't agree as much because I think that would I think that makes it sound like it's more than it is. Um, OK, I this, thought it was very I uh, this is a physical drop uh-huh. because they do have to move yep. this vehicle. I mean, um, I held on to you. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, but it was short. It was quick, yeah. short. And I love that. But I would compare it uh, from a Didn't thrill. Make my stomach feel weird at all. From a thrill factor, I would compare it more to something like the drop in Pirates. Or in Fro- Frozen Ever After. I would And you can make all the faces you want. We've both given our opinion. Okay. But I don't think it is any sort of... I, don't go, I hate Tower of Terror, and then think, well, I can't ride this now. I don't think it's on any I sort of level as that. I agree, because I don't usually ride Tower of Terror at all, and I would ride this over and over. And I would just expect it and go, okay, it's going to be really yeah. short, it's going to be That's quick. why I just wouldn't bring up the comparison. Okay. I don't think it's major, but here's the thing, though, is that this is where motion sickness, I think out of the whole thing, this is where motion sickness could truly come into play. Correct. Because this turns into a Star Wars-esque r- ride for yep. about 45 seconds to a minute. Yep. So you drop, and then your ship is literally going to fly simulation-style back down to Batu, mm-hmm. And it's going to have a bit of a crash landing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you come, and you and you, you crash in back to Batu, and Poe says something about, you know, yeah, the landing wasn't quite what we wanted, and the, the mechanic is kind of mad. And... Your ride vehicle then comes back out and is moving along, and you're basically back on Batu. Um, Poe says, you know, did, did General Beck make it back? And you see him again Yay. up in the corner. He did. And here, you know, again, Disney does such a great job of of the queue theming, of the ride theming, of the cast member theming. This, to me, almost took it to a whole new level because as, first of all, you come out and, and everybody as it parks to get out, everybody bursts into applause mm-hmm. and there are cast members all waiting that are greeting you back to Batu. Like you guys did it. You made it. It's awesome. And yeah, but I don't know how long they'll stay. Like this was, opening Oh, I don't know. This was so. opening day, but I think there'll be a part of this. So you get out of your vehicle. And as we were walking out, there was lines of cast members. And uh, a lot of them, I think are looking for reactions. Yeah. But the coolest thing that I just loved, I don't know why. And it just brought this all together as we exit. There are cast members there, and there's one cast member, and he's, he's dressed for Batu. He's an inhabitant of Batu, and he is holding up a giant resistance flag. Like the way you would see soccer fans hold up their team's flag at the World Cup. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that and was he's, cool. Like he's celebrating. Made me want to buy one. It was really, really cool. Yep. And, and, and it was just from that moment I felt like you walked through the front to the moment you actually walked out and saw this guy with the flag. It just, every single part of it to me was about as close to perfect as you could get. It was amazing. Um, this is going to, phenomenal. this is going to change, <laughs> this is going to change theme parks, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I don't want to get into a compare game and say, well, can Ratatouille be this good? No, it's no, a completely different ride. Correct. Can Cosmic Rewind be this good? No, it's a completely different ride. But they have a lot to live up to. Mm-hmm. And this is the most immersive story I think we've seen. Mm-hmm. 
I enjoy Smuggler's Run, uh-huh. but this makes the story in Smuggler's Run look like a three-year-old wrote it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Babe. It just, it, I mean, the immersiveness, the only thing now is if we could connect Star Tours mm-hmm. to Galaxy's yeah. Edge, because we wrote Star Tours again after another time. We wrote it twice today. Yep. If you could start Star Tours in Orlando, Florida, and you fly and land in Batu, and you step out into Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. and at that moment, and again, this is almost just, this would be perfection. They're saying, hey, would you like to join the resistance? We're taking new recruits. Yep. Oh my God, it would just, sure it, would, it would blow it away. But, um, so, so obviously we love the ride. Oh, yeah. I want to ride it fun. again and again and again. Yep. And it is a ride, it has such rewritability. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. You know? Uh, um, over and over and over yeah. and over. <laughs> I feel like Pandora has rewritability. One, because it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But two, there are a lot of times I look around and I'm like, oh, I didn't notice this over there or, or right. that little, you know, that little monkey at the end down at the bottom a couple times before I noticed him. I feel like you could ride Rise of the Resistance a hundred times and not see everything. Yeah. I... There's that much going on. Again, I keep saying it, but this is done on a scale like nothing that has ever been mm-hmm. done before. I agree. And Disney absolutely killed it. Yep, um, they did. I don't see any way that they could have opened this entire land at once. I don't, you know, I don't know if this truly was their game plan All or right. delays or the reason they opened in two phases. It is a complete land now. Mm-hmm. For anybody who has never visited at all, you are in for a real treat to yep. get to visit this the first time as a complete land. I agree. And I think it now truly completes Galaxy's Edge. It truly tells a cohesive story from beginning to end. And it is awesome. Yes, it is. Good job, Disney. Yep. Uh, good job to the Imagineers, the cast members, everybody working. Yep. Those playing the parts within. Um, go. If you were putting off, especially as long as this virtual queue is implemented, if you were putting off visiting because you were worried about how busy it would be or you don't like Star Wars or whatever, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could take, I think you can take somebody who hates Star Wars and <laughs> almost make them a fan after they ride this ride. Yeah. Because they will have truly lived yep. this adventure yep. and stuff. So, um, is there anything else you wanted to add? I honestly originally thought this episode was going to be like 30 minutes, but yeah. I was glad we had all these questions, you know. I, was there the, any questions we missed? With? No, I think that covers everything because I know we did have somebody Even ask spoilers. about, you know, the yeah, the animatronics. Is it just animatronics? Are there live actors? You know, I mean, shoot, it it's only comparable in a sense to Fast and Furious Supercharged because Fast and the Furious has uh, several showrooms. It has a ride room. Mm-hmm. It has simulators. It has screens. It has live actors. Right. It has animatronics. It has all these different things. The live actors are just the CMs. Yeah, but. This, this makes yeah this makes supercharged look like a like again like a three-year-old made that ride <laughs> this thing blows everything else out of the water yeah um i cannot wait to ride again i cannot wait for for our listeners and the people yep. in our community to start riding this yep and and to see their reactions so yes. um thank you guys thank you guys so much for yes, listening thank you uh, i truly hope that this was helpful uh and informational and, mm-hmm. and you know and maybe entertaining a little bit yeah. but uh if you have not done so already uh please subscribe to main street magic uh go ahead and subscribe to the Diz dudes and capture the magic as well and while you're out there it would mean the 
absolute world to us if you would leave us all a rating and review. Because it helps all of our shows grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon. Who are you mimicking to? You're like, I know that. You're like putting your hands out. You're like, it helps all of our shows grow. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Yeah.